Why am I like this? I'm Liz. I'm Alec. And I'm Casey. And this is the podcast where we look back at some of our favorite pop culture moments from our childhood. And this week, we're doing something a little bit different. Like, we're starting this new format that we're doing. Um, But we're talking about specifically the Nintendo 64. Woo! Woohoo! I'm very excited to talk about Nintendo. Um, I know. We we, uh, kind of betrayed all of the listeners because we told them we were going to do this, uh, (laughs) you know, at the end of December, and then we just evaporated. Yeah, and then we disappeared for a while. Yeah. To all 12 of you, we're very sorry. 12? (laughs) (laughs) I hand count them. Mm. You're my precious babies. I think we've all at some point mentioned Nintendo on the show, like whether or not we've been talking about like Animal Crossing and stuff or not. Mm-hmm. So I know that we all play Nintendo now. So, um, you know, for me, uh, Nintendo growing up was a huge part of my childhood. So uh, my parents had the OG Nintendo and I used to play that a lot, um, specifically Mario, Super Mario 2. Which I feel like is a weird game to have played that much of because it's really hard. But I just remember that's the one I have the most memories about. And uh, Dr. Mario. Those two on that that OG Nintendo. I was very into That's like one I wish I could have played. I don't think I've ever played it. Dr. Mario? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just just like like Candy Crush, right? Yeah. Or yeah, Candy Crush. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those games where you have to clear rows of things, but... Um, but there was cute little germs, so that was fun. <laughs> That's what Liz says about COVID. <laughs> cute little <Yeah>. germs. <laughs> if only we had Dr. Mario. <laughs> yeah, if only we yeah. had Dr. Mario, he probably would have solved COVID. He would have fixed it. He would have thrown a pill at it. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw a pill at it. Yeah. Just throw a pill at it. But yeah, so I had the OG, and then we we went straight from the OG Nintendo to the Nintendo sixty four. So we didn't have Super Nintendo oh, in between. You skipped a whole generation. You could you I skipped know. two generations technically because there's a Game Boy in there too. Yeah, well, I did have a Game Boy, but I guess I'm more. T- I like in my head, I'm thinking like console hook up to the TV mm. type games. Sure, sure, but sure, I, sure. I did have a. I actually, <laughs> I, yeah, I had an OG Game Boy because it was like the green, Ooh. the green color, you know. Well, like the OG OG was just like the gray brick. Yeah, the gray brick, but then like the screen was green. Like the way yes. that the games uh, yes. were like kind of that uh-huh. greenish color. I see. Um, but yeah, so we so. went straight from Nintendo to Nintendo 64, and then we stuck with Nintendo. So we had a GameCube, we had a Wii. Uh, we didn't have a Wii U. Um, and then I got back into Nintendo with my Switch. So was the yeah. Wii U real or are people <laughs> it just was like, like is it like a Mandela effect thing? Like, <laughs> did that really exist? Uh, I feel. I like... feel like. What do you no, feel? You like? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say I. So I actually got a Wii U like over like during quarantine. I think mm. because I wanted to play Wind Waker really bad because I had never finished playing Wind Waker. And I was like, I'm just going to get a Wii U and play Wind Waker. So I got it on like Facebook Marketplace or something. And I think that the Wii U was really cool to play Wind Waker on, but I can't imagine <laughs> playing like anything else on it. <laughs> like, I was like, it's really cool that I can have the map in my lap. 
while I'm like looking at the screen. It was like a cool experience, but like I feel like they didn't do that for very many games, so I don't really understand the uh-huh. point of the gamepad. I only played uh, Mario Kart on the Wii U, and you, if you had the big gamepad thing, you had a severe like advantage because you had the map and screen and everything on your controller. Yeah. So you could just see, I was like, this is unfair, and I like being unfair, so it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, okay, Casey, why don't you tell us your, like, Nintendo history, I guess. Like, if you want to give us your Nintendo timeline like I just did. Oh, wow. I get to talk about myself for a bit. This is great. Jesus (laughs) Christ. I mean, similar story, different places, different times in our lives. So I remember that we also had the OG um, Nintendo and we had the Super Mario slash Duck Hunt combination. Because that's what you do. Yes. Yeah, you have a Super Mario, you have a Duck Hunt, you have a combination Super Mario. (laughs) (laughs) It was more to say than I was prepared for. Yeah, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. Yeah, 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 it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, I also remember there's like a soccer game that my siblings loved. Mm. In Sameless, I loved Mario 2. But mm-hmm. I think it's because you could float around as Peach and you could also see her big mm. dress. And so mm. I was like, yeah, yeah. it's work. And Toad was cute because he could like squirt down. And I was like, he's squirt just, oh. down. <laughs> Never. <laughs> you Pardon me? To to it. Toad was just squirting all over the place. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I feel uh, like considering what Toad looks like and then you also saying squirting is like just a bad, that's not good. I don't like it. Just bad vibes all around. <laughs> Sounds like, hey, Toad can get it. <laughs> anyway, continue. Toad does fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> we know, we know. So then I, I did have a Super Nintendo and that's actually probably one of my favorite game consoles of all time. That has a lot of my favorite games, um, like Super Mario RPG, Chrono Trigger, um, Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Those are like top tier games for me. Still, Never beat that, that game. I that game is harder than I think people give it credit for. Link to the Past. Yeah, yeah, um, I love it because it's really cute. Because that's the one where he has little pink hair in it, and he's just great. And he's just walking mm. around with pink hair. He's cute. Um. <laughs> that's the one they remade for Switch, right? No, that's oh. the one that. Um, Which one that did they is... remake? Oh, uh, the the one where you're on the island with the the fish, the bird. Oh, and you have oh to wake it up. I have that it's game. It's the giant um, egg. Awake, I have it waking. too. Awake, Link's yes. Awakening. Yeah. yeah, Link's Awakening. That's the sequel to A Link to the Past. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So for some reason we got the sequel, but they just haven't re-released the OG game. Yeah. But it's, it's a fine. weird game. Like I enjoy it, but I I haven't beat it yet. It's Link's like, Awakening. I haven't either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I got it because I was like, oh, I love Breath of the Wild. And then I was like, this is not Breath of the Wild. I mean, I this knew it wasn't going to be, but, you know. Yeah, I do like the update, how it looks. It's so cute. It's a cute little art mm-hmm. style they've chose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love the SNES. And then, I mean, yeah, I had all the consoles except for the Wii U as well. GameCube is top tier. GameCube, GameCube was yeah, underappreciated. so fucking good. <laughs> it's yeah, so GameCube good. GameCube is great. Um, one, it had Wind Waker, which is amazing. We stand Zelda here. But it also had a game called Beautiful Joe. And I don't know if you guys remember that. Beautiful or Joe? It. Beautiful with a V. Oh. I don't know and it's like, it's like a little muscular dude. And he was in movies. And all of your like superpowers, I think, are like tied to movies in a way. So you can do like rewind and like fast forward. Oh. But you're like a superhero and you fight. 
And I remember just like being obsessed with it. Okay, this was uh, wild. <clears throat> Sounds <yeah>. fun. <laughs> also, the coolest thing about the GameCube is you could hook up your Game Boy to the GameCube and yes, play some games with I it. Yes, I had that. That was yeah. pretty cool. You could play like, yeah. Pokemon on the big screen. Exactly. And also for Animal Crossing, it's how you got to Island so you could get coconuts that way. My coconuts. <laughs> you can hook up your Game Boy. <laughs> and then you have my coconuts. Anyway. I, uh, well, yeah, and it's just great from there on. Like, I don't know. It's great, except for the Wii U. We, we can all agree the Wii U was just, like, not it. I mean, the it Wii was the next U step. was them trying to figure out how to do the Switch, and they weren't yeah. there yet. Like, they were yeah. like, okay, we have this idea... We have the Wii. Let's try to add this weird screen thing. And then they were like, wait a second. We got it figured out. Now we got to make the Switch. Okay. So it was a, uh, a trial run. Yeah. It was a trial. Yeah. Well, well so Alec, Alec let's hear uh, your breakdown. <laughs> oh, me? Let's hear your well. mental breakdown, Alec. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Too real. <laughs> Um, no, I, you know, this is going to come as a shock to everyone, but I grew up with an original Nintendo in my home. Um, <laughs> We're I, all old. I Yay. didn't, when it was in my house, I didn't play it as much, but my dad and my brother played uh, the original Zelda a lot. And I remember my dad would get out a pad of graph paper and um, make the map of the dungeons oh from God. the graph paper. That's it was amazing. really intense. I don't know if it's still around somewhere, but I... If I find it, I would love that. Um, and uh, I just remember watching them play that like for hours and hours. And then eventually that went over to my grandma's house and I kept playing it. But the most underrated uh, Nintendo Entertainment System game is, uh, in my opinion, Snake, Rattle, and Roll. Where you play as these little <laughs> snakes and you hop around on these blocks. And then at one point there's this big like disembodied foot that just like jumps around and will squish you. <laughs> It's wild, y'all. It's real what? wild. Yeah, it's wild. Um, and then, of, yeah, we graduated to the Super Nintendo system. I had a uh, Game Boy. Yeah. It was a small yeah. one, Game Boy Pocket. There was a mm. Game Boy Pocket. Correct. Yeah, I had a yes, Game Boy yes, yes. Pocket. Um, and I also had a Game Boy Advance. Uh, very underrated. Um, Did you have. So, sorry, because yeah. there's like two different Game Boy Advances. And one of them was like the purple one that's long. And then the, the other one is a like, silver one, like a compact. I had the flip phone one. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I like how gay am I? I'm like, it's like a compact. And you're like, it's like a flip phone. <laughs> um. So that was great. I had, they had two really good Sims games for that one. There was Sims. I think it was called Sims Bustin' Out, which they also had for consoles, which oh, was a completely yeah, yeah, different yeah. game. And then they also had the herbs, which was Sims in the city. Uh, very fun. Sims in the city. Sims in the city. Um, I'm gonna they, fuck they all the Sims. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the Super Nintendo, I have to agree that uh, Link to the Past is a bop of a game. Um, also, uh, Mario's Time Machine. Have you guys ever heard of Mario's Time Machine? No. no. It's a game I specifically remember renting from Blockbuster and playing like three times and being like, what the fuck is it? But it's like seared into my brain now and I don't know why. I remember you could like go to different eras and like study Leonardo da Vinci's paintings. Da Vinci? Da Vinci? Leonardo <laughs> da Vinci. Um, <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And then I remember 
I remember the N64. I can't remember if it was technically my brother's or if it was a joint thing. A lot of the things were like split with my brother and I because, you know, game systems are expensive. Yes. Um, I played a lot of GoldenEye with my brother because we'll get into this when we talk more about it. Um, yeah. Then, of course, like the GameCube. My mom got that for my brother and I as a joint Christmas gift uh, with Wave Race, which was a racing game on little like Skidoo yeah. Wave Runner things. Uh, Skidoo. Very fun. Mm-hmm. That was a very fun game. You could like race by dolphins beside you. It was great. Um, then, yeah, the, the Wii. I never had a Wii of my own, actually. why uh i played a lot of it but i never had one of my own um wii u doesn't exist and then switch yeah that's where we are now so i i did forget a thing that was weird and i know we're gonna talk about nintendo 64 but so nintendo 64 and like playstation 2 came out about the same time i think Mm -hmm. and my stepbrother got a nintendo 64 for christmas and so like when i was at my dad's house we had a nintendo 64 and my mom then for christmas at her house because my parents are divorced was like i'm gonna buy a playstation 2 so you guys don't have the same consoles um and that's when i realized i was a rich kid Um, (laughs) (laughs) because i had both game consoles but we never had an Xbox. We're not an Xbox family. No, I've never had an Xbox. Yeah, we didn't have an Xbox. We did get a PlayStation 2, like, eventually, but it wasn't, like... I feel like it was, like, old when we got a PlayStation 2, if that makes sense. Like, I don't think we had it, like, when it came out. Like, um, And that was the first non-Nintendo product I think mm. we had in the house. Yeah, I had a PS2, and that was it, uh, other than Nintendo. Hear me out. I have a theory. I feel like people who have Xboxes are Republicans. Yes. Yes, I would agree. Okay, with this. thank you. <laughs> There's um, something about it that just like screams it's just, like it's just like deep bro energy. Oh, oh yes, yeah, that sure. too. It's very like monster <laughs> energy drink in a frat mm, drinking monster. Yeah. It's that vibe. Yes. That's the yes, like truck nuts. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You could put the Xbox on the back of your truck. My <laughs> truck nuts. I was literally <laughs> about to do that, Alex. <laughs> Have you seen the design for the newest Xbox, though? I, I think I'll see for the newest truck it's just, nuts. It's just literally a square, like a. It looks like a cereal box. I don't know. Like, yeah. it's just oh. like, or like um, like a like a carton of milk, like the cardboard kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Weird. It's just like it's just like, like a, this a big rectangle. rectangle thing. Yeah. Huh. It's so ugly. I you know who it. did that first? GameCube, and it was cooler because it was a cube. Why are not you a shaming rectangle? the Xbox? Ugh. Yeah, yeah, and it had a handle. It was a purse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, I know Casey already mentioned this, but shout out to the OG uh, Animal Crossing, uh, at least the OG American Animal Crossing on the GameCube. Great game. Yeah, it's so good. Also, the GameCube you could accessorize in ways because it had little attachments to make it even it ha- cooler. I just want to say that is literally Nintendo. Like Nintendo yeah. loves things that attach to things. <laughs> they love having they extra controllers. They love having mm. little rumble packs. They love having rumble things packs. that plug into this thing that then adds to this thing. I mean, yeah. first of all, think- did you know there was a Nintendo sixty four double D or whatever, where it's just like it had, and I'm not. Even it's kidding, a double it was, decker. It was a double decker, like Nintendo 64. Yeah. I didn't know this existed. And basically, it just gave you the ability to, like, put a disc in and, like, you could record, like, your gameplay. And also, like, you could, like, connect it to, like, 
the internet somehow. I don't really mm-hmm. understand. Like on the N sixty four. Yes, yeah. it's weird. Look up the no. Nintendo sixty four double decker thing. It's it looks like. First of all, I was like, I feel like I've seen this picture before actually, but I had never like even realized that it was a thing that existed. I guess I was like, I feel like I just saw that picture and I was like, oh, that's a weird. Like I didn't think. I thought maybe somebody had made it for some reason as a thing. I don't know. It's very weird, and I don't. I it just cracks me up how Nintendo is all about having. I mean, they're a company. They want to sell stuff. And yeah. Nintendo loves like weird add-ons. Like first of all, I think it started probably with Duck Hunt because you got you the the gun controller. Gun, yeah. So it's like, you know, and I mean they had the power glove back in the day. I mean, like think about all the weird. Specific they had the little things. VR thing too. So did you guys know? I think it's the Game Boy Color. It had like a ridiculous men- amount of attachments and stuff because mm-hmm. you could do like. The camera for it that had a printer. They had one that gave you like sonar on a fishing rod so you could see the fish that went around it. (laughs) And they literally had an attachment for children at hospitals that was hooked up to the anesthesia. So they would play games to slowly like put them to sleep when they had surgery. Oh my god. I mean that's pretty cool, but like it's like a full like clear plastic like attachment that looks like Nintendo made it, but it's the anesthesia thing. That it wild, wild. I don't think that should be in the hands of a child. <laughs> um, People no, literally well, study and like go to school for ten years to be an anesthesiologist. No, I think it was okay. for them to play while they're going to sleep, so that it makes it less scary. Not, they're not giving no. themselves an anesthesia. It doesn't. Con- well, then what's the point? Just give them a fucking like Game Boy. No, but okay, okay, because it's cool. Okay, <laughs> because Nintendo was like, "Can we make another thing that attaches capitalism?" To the thing that we have? Capitalism. Yeah. Um, I mean, now I have a Switch, and I bought that stupid. I mean, like it's pretty fun, but like I bought the exercise game that has the freaking like ring. Oh, and the ring I have, fit. Like, yeah. yeah, the ring fit, and then I have a little strap that goes around my thigh that a thing goes in. Like it's like you know, you got all these yeah. extra little pieces. Like it's Ooh. just they love those extra pieces. <clears throat> Um, they do. Let me see. Wait, I want to show you guys this photo. I just typed in Game Boy Hospital. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> probably not the thing. Comfort, distraction, sedation. What the fuck? <laughs> I love it. I want one for myself. The petty sedate, the only Game Boy oh peripheral that, that gasses children is and is 100% a real thing. <laughs> okay, gasses children what? is not the best way to phrase that. <laughs> I love that it matches the Game Boy color. Yeah, well, but it also has a. Um, it come it it come it came in different colors. Um, oh my god! She pisses when she farts. I sent another one where you could see the different, but it's like the clear plastic that was like yeah. all the rage back then. Yeah. Oh my god. Which we'll talk I'm about, obsessed. I'm sure, with the N64 controller. Yes. <laughs> and the whole thing. What this the is whole? Wild. What? And the hole. Um, there was the Game Boy Advance with the fucking like sewing machine. That it oh yeah, sewing machine. Yeah, and people still use that. Mm-hmm. They like I saw a TikTok of someone doing that embroider thing. It's so wild. Yeah, Nintendo. They did it first. Did you think they did it? No, they did it. They <laughs> invented a smartphone. It's called the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well. So before we get into like specific, more specific things about Nintendo 64, I, uh, just some quick like history of the Nintendo 64. It obviously, like we've said, it's the predecessor of the Super Nintendo. 
and it was released in Japan on June 23rd, 1996. The predecessor? Isn't that what that means? Or no? Or is predecessor after? I thought Afer? predecessor comes before the Super Nintendo. As in like predates. Oh, like well, so what's the word that means after? Ancestor. Uh, succeeds. Successor. Successor? Successor. Sucks. Yes, sir. Um, okay. So, anyways, whatever. The Nintendo 64 <laughs> came after the Super Nintendo. I'm dumb. Um, <laughs> you know, we could have just cut that uh, out and you wouldn't have had to say anything. No, we're keeping it in okay. now. It's good. It's good. I, I should look stupid. No. Um, <laughs> And <laughs> so then, like, it came out on in Japan on June 23rd, 1996, but then it came out in the U.S. September 29th, 1996, and I remember for me, this was a Christmas gift, so I got it, like, on Christmas Day, probably 1996, um, and I remember getting it, and we got Yoshi Story with it, because Yoshi Story was out by that point. I think that the games that actually came out with the Nintendo 64, from what I could tell, the main game was Super Mario 64. And, like, a lot of the other games were actually delayed because of whatever. Like, there was, like, a lot of games that were supposed to come out with the Nintendo 64, but they got delayed for whatever reason. Like, I think, like, uh, California Cruiser... Cruise, what is it? Something like Cruisers. I should have written this down, but like, <laughs> anyway, some kind of like racing game was delayed because of content reasons. <laughs> like, I don't know, like, mm, what um, were they doing? I don't know, but anyways, there was a lot of games that were delayed, it's just and so boobs the, out the whole game. <laughs> yeah. So Mario sixty four was like the game that came out with the Nintendo sixty four. There were also a lot of games that got ported onto the Nintendo sixty four pretty quickly. I think. Um. So, but interestingly enough, there was only 393 games released on the Nintendo 64, which I was like, oh, that's actually, because when you compare it to the PlayStation and the Sega, it's like not that many, like compared to, because like the Sega, I think had 600 and PlayStation had like a thousand. Wow. So it was like, like not as many games as either of those consoles. But the thing is, I feel like uh, with Nintendo is that even though they didn't have, you know, as many games, they had some of the games that were like widely considered by the critics and public to be like great games. Like they mm-hmm. had like some of the best <laughs> games. So it didn't really matter that they didn't have like more games because they had the best games. So also, like, I also you, feel like you could have told me they had like sixty games. It would have been like that's a lot. Wow, because <laughs> like I can't I can't name like twenty games even. So yeah. yeah. But I feel like Nintendo 2 was very specific as to who can make games for them, though. Yeah. I mean, the Switch is, like, the first time that you've gotten a ton of, like, these third-party games mm-hmm. on yes. the console. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, like, I I mean, I feel like they're finally folding to that concept. Like, they're like, okay, we need to offer other games. Of course, mm-hmm. I also think that it's, you know, so-so. Like, if you can avoid playing certain games on the Switch, I wouldn't. Like, I don't think the Switch is, like, great for playing a lot of like really intense games but um. oh my gosh i tried to play so i used to play that game overwatch which is like yeah a co-op fighting game thing and i got it for the switch just to see because they had it like a free download for like four days mm-hmm. and boy howdy it was just like 
So like, bad. <laughs> it was just so stilted. It was like my person was yeah. just like walking as like beep, bop, bop, bop. And then I would just like randomly move in places and just like weapons weren't working when they're supposed to. Because it's a it's a really fast game and it yeah. needs like a really high powered graphics card, which are typically the size of the Switch. So <laughs> Yeah. I mean the thing is the Switch is and Nintendo in general has never been there to be that kind of a competitor in the Nintendo yeah. in the in the game world. Like they are there because they have titles that people want to play. They have Mario and they have Zelda and they have, you know, Mario Kart and whatever. But like that's why people are playing Nintendo. They're not playing Nintendo because it has like the best like graphics or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh <laughs> but the Nintendo 64 was also the last major home console to use cartridges as its primary storage format. So, I mean, everyone started moving over to discs at this point. Um, and obviously with the GameCube, Nintendo was like, we still can't have regular discs. We have to have tiny discs because we're cool. And it threw me off so much. <laughs> what, the tiny little discs? Baby. Yeah, I, yeah. I, literally the first time I opened one of them, I think it was Wind Waker. And so I opened my case and I was like, who cut my disc? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because the cases were the same size. Like, yeah. yeah. And I even Wild. think like the holder for it wasn't small. I think it was like a regular size like disc holder inside of it, which yeah. is like the little thing. Uh-huh. So it looked like it was just like cut down. <laughs> also, Time Magazine named it Machine of the Year in 1996. Wow. And uh, yeah. And I think that it definitely, when the Nintendo 64 came out, it was a game changer as far as, like, a game changer. <laughs> Boo, <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> that took me a minute uh, to get why it was supposed to be funny. But <laughs> it, it, broke a, it broke a lot of records when it came to, like, home households owning gaming consoles. Like... Mm-hmm. It was, like, the gaming console that kids wanted. It was the gaming console that families were like, okay, we're actually going to get this one mm-hmm. to have at our house that we can all play together. Like, because it brought that, like, family game thing. Like, obviously, I think another thing about Nintendo is that they've always been family-friendly for the most part. Like, people buy Nintendos for their kids to play. Um and, like, feel good about it because they're not, like, oh, you know, Nintendo's not known to be, like, shoot em up and kill em games. Like, that's not really what Nintendo yeah. does, so. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and then the Nintendo 64 was discontinued in 2002 um, after the successful release of the GameCube, which came out in 2001. So, they had a little bit of overlap, um, which Nintendo usually does. Like, you know, obviously, br- like, I don't know why I keep saying obviously. That's really weird. Oh. Um <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Breath of the Wild, when it came out, it was it originally came out on the Wii U, and nobody played it because nobody had the Wii U, but then it what? got released on the Switch, like, very shortly what? after. What? 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 Really? Yeah, I mean, like, it was on the Wii U, so, like, they the Switch came out, and yeah. it, like, that was the game <gasps> that came out with the Switch, but, like... You could have played Breath of the Wild on the Wii U. So Nintendo always does that where they have that little grace period of like, oh, you can buy our new games on the old console. But it was like made for the Switch. Yes, yes. Okay, I was like, they released it like before the Switch came out on the Wii U. I was like flabbergasted. That was like the game that came out with the Switch. Yeah, okay, okay, that's what I thought. It was like, I think Twilight Princess did the same thing where it came out on the Wii and the GameCube. Yeah. But the fact that... 
Oh, the fact that Breath of the Wild was on Wii U at all is like blowing my mind still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do like that. I mean, I think a lot of consoles do that. Obvi- like, I think, obviously, obviously. I think a lot obviously. of. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of consoles do that. I think that PlayStation Five is doing that right now. They're releasing yeah. games, and you can still get them on PlayStation Four, which is partially because it's really hard to get a PlayStation Five. But um, but also yeah. they didn't. The PlayStation Four didn't have like backwards compatibility, and I don't mm. think that they released stuff on the PS Three at the same time. So like oh, I think Xbox okay. and PlayStation for like an entire generation were like. Didn't you can that. only play this one console, and if you don't yeah. have it, then did, and so you don't now have maybe thing. they're starting to do that because people were mad. Oh, people were pissed, but now they're mm. also releasing some of them that like are digital only downloads, which I think is well. And the bonkers. funny thing is, and this is slightly off topic, but whatever. The funny thing is, is that right now you can go to the PlayStation Store and buy a PlayStation Five game, but you can buy the PlayStation Four version for like ten dollars cheaper. And like when you buy the PlayStation Four version, you can like do a free upgrade to the playstation 5 version so you can actually buy the game for ten dollars cheaper if you buy the ps4 version but just like upgrade it to ps5 so people are like what the hell like why does this stupid (laughs) uh not to sidetrack us but didn't vince get just get a ps5 yeah but we'll talk about it later Well, I just wanted to say, we were talking about ps5 I, i just wanted to see if he was having a good time um why is it all about him all the time? Oh you never God. ask about me. <laughs> Let's keep talking. Um, so, like I said, I got my Nintendo 64 on Christmas Day. I remember being very excited about getting my Nintendo 64. Um, and I actually, I think maybe I've talked about this before, but I did like a cotillion or like, it's not yeah, a cotillion. Yeah, you have. It was like, it was like this thing at Dillard's where I, <laughs> it was at Dillard's. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I learned like manners and like how to be a lady basically and like when they introduced me they were like this is Liz Nelson she likes playing Nintendo 64 and tennis and like (laughs) and I walked out in my little outfit and waved at everybody what was your little outfit was it like flare jeans with like (laughs) I mean crocheted spaghetti strap top yeah, it was because we didn't have to wear like dresses or anything. It was casual, like, but yeah, I'm sure it was something casual, uh, fabulous from Limited Two. Yes, but yes. if they made you buy Dillard's clothes to wear, I mean, at the etiquette uh, class at Dillard's. Yeah, that would be kind of funny, actually. Did they crimp but your hair? I did crimp my hair back in the day, but I doubt they did. Did you dye it with Kool Aid? I don't think I ever dyed it with Kool-Aid. I crimped my hair. I have one of those like little braid things that like you put your hair in and then it like like and the twisty thing. Yeah. Did those actually work? Yeah. My sister and I always send each other videos of people like on TikTok now being like, remember this? And like we're always like, haha, we had those. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, remember this? Yeah. Because I had a crimp a hair crimper that had a bunch of different plates on it, so it did different styles of crimping. So it would be like really tight, small crimp. Or, Ugh, like, really big baby crimps. And you'd, like, crimp. pop the plates off. And, yeah. Anyways, I'm off topic. But, um... I okay. loved it. Um, but the first game I actually remember being able to beat was Kirby 64. Because, like, Kirby 64 was, like, just easy enough that I could beat it. Because um, I wasn't that good at playing games. I don't think I ever beat, like, Mario or <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. I played them, but I don't think I ever beat them because um, I wasn't that good. But uh, yeah, that's kind of like my first 
memories with the, my 64. So when did you guys get your Nintendo 64s? I have no clue. Like, it very well could have been a Christmas present, but I don't remember. Like, I just remember it being, like, in the house. And and was it, like, a family gift, I'm assuming? Say that again? Was it, like, a family gift? Like, it was for you and your brother? or I'm sure it must have been. Though, yeah. like, I don't... You said it came out in 96? Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know. I Mom, tell me. What was it? <laughs> Helen. I, I remember it lived in my brother's room for a long time, but he played it more and like, there, you know, there were more like games his age, you know, 12, 13 year old mm-hmm. games. Um, and probably in the same boat as you, Liz, it was like a little too, a lot of the games were a little too advanced for me. I think I remember a specific instance where I went to play Mario 64 and I saved over my brother's file oh. on accident. And he like, he like kicked my ass for that <laughs> one. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's fine. I used to punch punch my brothers in the arms, or my brother, because Topher was not alive at the point at that point. But I would punch my brother in the arm so hard if he would beat me at like Smash Brothers or something, I'd be so pissed. Wow. And I we used oh to God. punch each other in the arm all the time. That was our like thing. We would like try to hit each other so hard in the arm. We were violent children though. What can I say? When did you get your N64, Casey? Do you yeah. remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. That topic. Um, I I think it was my brother Brian is actually the one who got it. And I think he got it as a Christmas present. Um, and so just to paint a beautiful picture. So growing up at my dad's house is I had my two brothers, my stepbrother, my stepsister. My two brothers and stepbrother lived in the basement. And they had like temporary walls and stuff put up. So they had their own bedrooms. But that's also where they have the TV and, like, the game systems there. So that's, like, where the Nintendo, like, 64 would be. So most... <laughs> I'm, like, remembering a lot of the stuff as we're talking about it. Most of my memories of Nintendo 64 is, like, me sitting there watching while they're, like, playing the games. Because mm-hmm. I wasn't, like... I couldn't play while they were playing, obviously. And there were three of them. So I was, like, at the bottom of, like, the list. Listeners, I'm saying all this with a smile because I think it's funny. <laughs> In case it doesn't come out that way, um, they they know by now yeah. what, they, what they know. it's all about. <laughs> Especially your childhood story. <laughs> They're all fun. <laughs> um, yes, so I do remember that. I also so I remember Mario Party. I really loved because it was a game I could play with them, and so yeah. I was like allowed if they didn't if they didn't have a friend over, I could play the game. Um, but. <laughs> I don't know if you all remember that there was a lawsuit against Nintendo because during one of the things in Mario Party was this raft route, like race that you did and you had to like paddle the boat by spinning the joystick around and a lot of kids like put their palm down and like yes. moved it quickly. And they would like get burned on their palm. Yes, because the joystick oh, had like yes. ridges. So they literally would like destroy the skin on their hand. Dude, and so then I there was like a lawsuit that, against it. I did it too, and I had to wear bandages on my arm for, for like a month <laughs> because I worked so hard to beat a record, and I wanted to win so bad, and I literally like destroyed my hand for an entire month. I couldn't like hold a pencil. I feel oh like Nintendo God. being like innovative is also like been so dangerous because it's like you think about the Wii controllers and like people throwing those into their TV and stuff. Like 
I don't I know. I just feel like there's so many there's so many things that Nintendo's made that's been like this is kind <laughs> of dangerous, but we tried it. Like, <laughs> well, to make an omelet, you have to crack a few eggs, Liz. Okay. Yeah. And that's true. I will say they had little wrist things for the. And Wii they told mode. you when you when you yes, powered it out, they, they said make yeah. sure you strap your strap on on. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what boop, they boop, said. Boop. Health and safety concerns. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. So, I mean, this is a good way to talk about the controller itself, which, I mean, yeah. is the iconic M-shaped controller. Um, I Who feel thought like it was a good idea? I want to know. I want to know. It's such a weird know. controller. but It's the so thing weird. Is, it's not a good way to hold it. I feel like I grew up on that controller, and so it took me a while to, like, get used to other controllers after I stopped playing Nintendo 64. Like, I was like, I miss the Nintendo 64 controller. <laughs> but now I look back and I'm like, this was not good. It like- doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's not intuitive whatsoever. And, no. like, I mean, I grew up on, like, the Super Nintendo controller. I mean, I played in 64, but then, like, going into the GameCube, I was like, the GameCube is so much easier to hold and yeah. to press anything. Like, why would I ever... Yes. Whoever would have thought of the fucking an N64 controller. <laughs> now that they're porting games to like the Switch, for example, they don't have things that equal to those buttons that then would be played on the Nintendo 64 game. Mm-hmm. So they have to like read, you know, like basically figure out ways that they're like, okay, well, so this used to be a C button thing. What do I do now? Because like yeah. it, the C buttons don't exist. And I, I don't know. That's <laughs> such an interesting thing to me, like for Nintendo to be like, hmm. Let's also, like, our games are simpler than, like, you know, like, if you look at PlayStation versus, like, Nintendo, like, again, they're family-friendly, they're geared towards, like, kids and stuff. Let's add more buttons. Like, <laughs> let's make it more difficult to, <laughs> to right. play our games. I don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't really get, um, I, I would be curious to know, like, what the thought process was behind adding more buttons to the controller. Because um, the only time I ever remember using the C buttons was specifically during uh smash brothers like that's when i really like, really remember using them because you could do certain moves with the c buttons but uh, yeah see, i i associate them so much with because couldn't you control a camera on ocarina of time with them i think that's right that's what or i was i that... always like oh it was for like the camera so you could like spin the camera yeah which is that remember. why it's called the c buttons just because it was for camera or is it just because it's the next thing after b because they had yeah a and b. oh yeah that's true that's, <laughs> that's definitely well right. no i also could have been i don't know i honestly don't know so like you basically had to always you had to put your left hand on the middle point yes yeah. i had Somehow. my left right hand, hand holding yeah. the middle with the joystick, with the joystick and then yeah. my right hand or sorry, yeah. And then my right hand was like by where the C buttons would be. Why did we and don't then, need the arrows? We don't need the little arrows on the far yeah. left. I never. Yeah. I, I never think it's those. because it depends on what game you're playing. Yes. Because a lot of the 3D games, I think, use the joystick, but then they had 2D games that you would use the directional arrows, so you could hold it like a PlayStation controller by the two far ends, or you could yeah. hold it by the center one to get the joystick. But I don't it's know. like. Especially for it to be a family-friendly <laughs> console, those controllers were so big for kids' hands. Like, oh yeah, it's like if you Ooh, were yeah. holding it like a PlayStation controller, it's like that was huge. Like, how did you even reach things? Yeah. Like with your thumbs, your little tiny little hands, tiny little hands. But then when you had your when you had your one hand holding the part with the joystick, you couldn't reach the L button because it's all the way on the top above the arrows. Yeah, so like it was not who, well made. Who thought this was a good idea? <laughs> 
no one. But you know what was cool was when they had clear color variants because that mm. was sick. So <laughs> that was perfection. Um, that purple. Yeah, the purple. Because you could also get the console itself to be purple. Mm -hmm. And then I think like the green one came out around when Donkey Kong 64 came out. I feel like there was a relationship between the green one and Donkey Kong 64. Oh, that sounds right. I could be wrong, but I, for some reason in my head, am thinking that. I definitely didn't research it. So, you know. (laughs) Um, If I had to describe my sexuality in words that don't have anything to do with what normal people describe their sexuality as, it would be a purple N64 controller. Mm. See, I feel I like, like I'd that. be the whole console. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. <laughs> Wait. Or the, yeah, no, clear purple. I'm sticking with that. I have a, my, what might be a, uh, a, a very polarizing question. Mm-hmm. How did you wrap the cord around your controllers? <gasps> oh. Did you wrap so the cord I, around the controllers? Did you do the I X? I would wrap the I cord. The X. Yes, I would do the X. Yeah, I think that's the only way you could if you were actually wrapping it around it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, X is going to give it to you. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> no, um, so we were all X kids. Um, X kids. I think that it was X. very satisfying though to like do the X though, just because it, yeah. it felt so intuitive. It felt very more, much more intuitive than actually using the controller. Shut up! <laughs> oh my gosh, there's a whole diagram of how people are. <gasps> Someone would just wrap on the left side. Oh my gosh, these are like gay harnesses. The way that they've like wrapped these. <laughs> what kind of gay bear are you? It's like you it's can that really Japanese, tell by <laughs> that Japanese rope uh, binding art form. I really thought you were going to say feng shui. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Shut up. Um, yeah, that's been showing up on my timeline a lot. <laughs> on TikTok. Mm, I wonder Isn't why. that weird? I thought it was strange. Um, so, uh, obviously, we are going to be talking about the games more. Like, we're going to talk specifically about specific games that we've picked um, in future episodes. Um, but are there any like honorable mentions that we want to talk about since we're not going to talk about all the games? Like, uh, for me, I love this game called Sarge's Heroes and that would be my, I like played that game all the time. Um, I actually, I can't remember if it was Sarge's Heroes one or two, but it was specifically the one where you would play as a little army man and like you would, I I feel like it's actually kind of like the OG battle Royale because you would just like get Mm. landed somewhere like your little army toy army guy and you'd be like in a living room and so everything would be giant because you were a toy army guy and there would be like a giant couch giant you know coffee table whatever and you would have to get weapons and then you would have to try to fight the other little army men and why did i always think that that was a toy story tie-in game it's not but it definitely feels like it because it's like you know the same kind of thing where you're a toy there was like an there was a level or like one of the maps for it was like outside at a picnic and there was giant ants that were like walking around. Oh, scary! Like that. Yeah, it was. I loved that game for some reason. It was so fun, but I always loved it when I could get the flamethrower because then you could just melt the other little army guys. Oh, God, was. <laughs> and that was super fun. <laughs> um, I mean, I already mentioned this, but I spent like countless hours watching slash being made to play the multiplayer version of um, 007 Goldeneye. Yeah. Uh, I feel like every street teen boy in this era 
like that's all I played in my yeah. head because that's all I was exposed to. Um, that game stressed me out. Jesus, <laughs> it was. It, it's just like big hide and go seek and like having to shoot each other and. Yeah. Ugh, it's, it's considered of one of the most influential games for shooter the shooter genre ever. I, yeah, I knew it was a big one, but damn. Yeah. Which for me, one of the most standout games for a similar reason is the follow up to it called Perfect Dark. But my favorite part about it is that um, in the actual game, I think the main protagonist was a lady. So I was like, ooh, this is great. uh... And that's the version that my brothers and I would play. Like, we had GoldenEye, but at some point we switched to just playing Perfect Dark whenever we would do, like, let's kill each other. Uh (laughs) Let's kill each other. Let's kill each other. Um, I loved that. It was actually fun. It was probably just because it was, like, memories of me and my brothers all together, like, playing Mm -hmm. the same game. Where I didn't destroy my hand. Um. <laughs> That's the thing that I love about Nintendo 64 is I feel like there was a lot of games that you could play with your friends, which is like yes. kind of what Nintendo goes for. Because um, mm. I think I only had two controllers for the PlayStation 2. I don't think I had more than two, but I definitely had four controllers for the Nintendo 64 because it was like, you can play Mario Kart. You can play yeah. Super Smash Brothers. You can play, you know... Sarge's Heroes, like whatever that <laughs> game is. Um, but you can play with four people. And I think that was like huge. I mean, I had two siblings, so we would all three play a lot. Um, and yeah, I love I love that part of the Nintendo. And um, I did I, too, because like I think about having a PlayStation at the same time. And at my mom's house, the PlayStation was in my brother's room. And so it literally be like two of us would be in the living room, like watching a movie or something while the third kid was in the bedroom playing a game because mm-hmm. we all couldn't play at the same time. And so like sometimes we would like lay on my brother's bed and like watch him play whatever he was playing. Yeah. But like the Nintendo, it was like, oh, we can all sit around. We can all play a game together. Yeah. It was nice. Nintendo always thinks about family shit. They're yep. good. They, They're good they sweet do. babies. I do miss I do miss that since it was the last console that had cartridges or one of the last console that had oh cartridges. Oh my god, we didn't like... talk about this. What? To blow on the cartridge? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know if it actually did anything to any of the systems that it, we would do that for, but... Oh my god, I it can't believe like I went did. through the whole episode without talking about that. The good catch. Thanks. Because that is iconic. That was a huge mm-hmm. part of cartridge gaming. Mm-hmm. I used to do that with the the OG Nintendo. We would open up the little like slot thing that it would go in, and you'd blow in the slot, and you'd blow in the game. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> wow. That's what you do. <laughs> Phrasing. Um, yeah, no, I will say the the OG six, the OG Nintendo was a lot more satisfying to blow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Because you could, <laughs> it was smaller, and you could like. Mm-hmm. And as Liz it was said, like, the slot. You could blow the slot. Yeah. So. But okay, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but the OG also had it towards like the game was like in like a spring thing. So you like yes, push it, it down. And then you had to push it's it down. Like, yeah. That was yeah. the most fun. I remember it's just so wanting satisfying. to like push it. Yeah. I, yeah. Ah, push it. Push it real good. Meow. Also, just on a side note, I remember the buttons on the actual console of the n64 being very satisfying to press yes like the on off was the like really like click like click click uh, yeah that was mm-hmm. nice 
It just felt real, you know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was good. The, it, was just, it was just a real console, you know? It's very visceral. It's, it's sturdy. <laughs> they don't I mean, make consoles had, like they used we to. We all had the classic gray one, right? Nobody had a clear console. Yeah, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think I had... Right. Okay, Was did you guys ever fight <laughs> over the controllers, though? Before we wrap... Because I remember being like, no, I want the purple one. Because we had like a red one, a gray one, a yellow one, and a purple see-through one. So we only had one see-through one. And then the rest of them were just like regular, like, you know, trying to remember plastic if I that actually... you can't see through. Yeah, opaque. Um, I'm trying to remember if I actually had a, if we had a purple one or if I just like uh, envied all of the people I knew had them. I feel like we might have had a yellow one. The yellow one was pretty lit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like we had the clear purple one, but the thing I remember about why we fought over controllers is I think we had three regular Nintendo controllers oh. in one third-party controller, yeah. and the third-party controller sucked, and everyone knew yeah. it. <laughs> and so it was like just the fight to not be it, to not be the one, because you're like, I know I'm going to lose everything, and you always mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. Speaking yeah. of controllers, was the N64 the first Nintendo one to have a Rumble feature? I think yeah. so. Have a, a rumble? Yeah. Okay. Did you guys have the rumble packs? It was like an add-on, wasn't it? Yeah, you had to put batteries in it. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, because it was the back thingy, right? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. put it in that back <clears throat> piece, and like it was like you put like two AA batteries in it. It was heavy. Uh huh. And then you'd have like the two AA batteries, and it would like shake. <laughs> I I got confused for a second because when the PS2 came out, it also had like a clear blue controller, and mm. the rumble things were actually in like the little handle parts, oh. and so you could see it when it spun around. Yeah. And so I just like every time a moment happened, I'd be like, <laughs> "I'm gonna look at you spin." Um, those were good times. Those were the Great days. Those were the days. Well, I think that's the Nintendo 64. We are going to continue this conversation with all of us talking about different games. Um, and so I feel like we've talked uh, a lot about the system itself. And as you can tell, we love Nintendo over here. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. So join us next time. We're going to be talking. <laughs> Wait, what do-, do we do that at the end? We do. Yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about many good things. Uh, I yeah, am we... new. I'm so sorry. Are you new here? No. Nintendo. Nintendo. Yay. Before we wrap up the podcast. Nintendo. She better don't. I don't know. No, that's not right. Okay. Okay. She tried. Liz. You better Nintendo make a bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap up the podcast, I'd like, I'd like to let you know you can find us on Instagram at Why Am I Like This Podcast or Facebook on our Generation Why Am I Like This fan page. If you'd like to reach out to us, we also have an email, which is why am I like this at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um, let us know if you could be like your skin was just hard plastic and you were a see-through color, <laughs> what color you would be. Um, that's a good like question. the whole inner workings. Yeah, oh, that's a choice. I think we all know I'd be purple, but like yeah. you know, just being able to see like the whole inner workings of your body, like that'd be pretty dope. Mm-hmm. So it's not just controller colors; it's just like any color. 
Well, you have to expand the spectrum a little bit, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, there's so many beautiful colors of people. Like, we have yeah. to... Yeah. It can't just be, like, three colors. Um, I'd say gray. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that sounds right. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, and on that note, let's talk about so many good things. Well, I can go first. Because sure. Alec kind of talked about one of my many good things. Oh, what? What was it? So... Being gray. Um, um (laughs) sorry deleting my brother's save file no um no this past week um vince and i were able to get our hands on a ps5 which is very exciting um not only because they're really hard to get like literally he had to enter in into like a raffle on playstation that then he was chosen to have a chance to get into a queue online oh, wow. to buy the PlayStation. Okay, that's pretty impressive. It's crazy. It's the process. So we got one, yeah. which is great. I mean, um, we, we it also got it. here super fast. But on top of that, a game I have been looking forward to for years, the sequel to one of my favorite games of all time, Horizon Zero Dawn, the sequel Horizon Forbidden West, came out um, literally the day I started going into tech for the last show. So I wasn't able to play it for over a week. <laughs> but by the time I could play it was the same day our PS5 arrived and I got it on PS4 and PS5 because I'm cool like that. Um, I I spent too much money and I got the like limited edition of the game that actually came with like this big statue thing too. I love this game so much. Um, and I just spent my whole weekend after we opened the show playing this. I've already put in like 30 hours on the game. <laughs> wow. And I'm like nowhere in it, which is even better. Um, and it's really cool. And this is a third-ish thing. Um, because if you like video games and you like video game lore, I also found a YouTube channel. And I'm trying to find the name of it. But it's a woman that she plays through on like Twitch. And then when she's done, she compiles all the footage and then talks about video games. But almost like NPR style. And, like, mm. goes through, like, the game, like, mythology. Um, and it's very well done. Like, they're really, really well-made videos in general. Um, I'm even on my descriptions. I can't find it. Here it is. Um, her YouTube channel is Tiptoe the Tank. And I found her because she made um, a video on um, Topical for us, <laughs> uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, and also Majora's Mask, which she just released the final part of that one which I'll watch after we're done with this. Um, But also she has a two-parter on Horizon Zero Dawn. And it's just like so great, especially for a game like Horizon Zero Dawn. It's like post-apocalyptic, a Uh post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Literally the first video is just an hour and it's her breaking down the timeline of like, it starts in like 2030 and goes to like a thousand years after that. And, like, the decline of humanity. And it's just so well put together and researched and just, like, interesting. And she also has a nice personality while also talking like she's an NPR host. And I don't know how you do that. Um, She also has great videos on Bayonetta, too. So, like, if you like nerdy things or if you don't want to play a video game but you just want to know, like, storyline, that's great. She also did, like, all the Resident Evils, which was, like, mind-blowing. It's a good time. Again, that's Tiptoe the Tank. You should watch her, support her. She's super freaking fantastic. And those are all my many good things. <laughs> Neat. Um, Liz? Um, well, I have two. I'm going to start with a game that I played on my PlayStation 5. 
um, which is The Wolf Among Us, and I really liked it. I was surprised by how much I liked it. Um, it's a old an older game, but they're they're actually going to be creating a Wolf Among Us two game, um, and it's by this company called Tale Telltale Games. And basically, it's one of those games where you just like make choices. So like, um, but it's based on the Fables comics that exist by Vertigo, um, DC Vertigo, oh, and cool. so you are the big bad wolf, but you're Big B, um, <laughs> and you're the sheriff of this town called Fable Town. And so basically all the fables have been like taken out of like storybooks and put in New York city. And like, there is a murder like in the story. And so then you as the sheriff now, um, have to solve the murder. And like a lot of people don't like you because you did used to be the big bad wolf. So like in the olden times, so like people don't really like you and it's really, really fun. And the characters are cool uh very much a gritty version like there's like a strip club like georgie porgy runs a strip club called puddin pie <laughs> Puddin' yeah pie. <laughs> and love like that. it's really fun i love the story and like i mean i just like those games in general where you basically are just like playing through a movie um and so it was really fun and i like looking up like oh what are the options that i could have done to make this choice happen or whatever um but yeah, so I really enjoyed playing that. And then also I just saw a movie the other day called The Worst Person in the World. It was a French film and I believe it is up for um, best picture for uh, the foreign film category. Um, but it was just really good. Like it was really, really good. My husband even said like he gets frustrated sometimes because like when you go to see a movie, like a foreign film, they just like get life so much better than American film does. Like I feel like they just like are able to do, like, these nuanced stories of, like, just slice of life. Like, this movie wasn't really about, like, a lot other than this woman's life and her, like, realizing that she felt stuck and, like, how to kind of figure out where your place is in life. Um, and it was just really good. The performances were great. Uh, it was a funny story. It was a romance, kind of. And there was a lot of funny moments, but it was also you know serious sad dramedy kind of vibes so highly recommend it if you get a chance to see it uh it just came out in theaters here locally so i think it's probably vod soon if not already but it's it was really good awesome, awesome. um i am gonna split i got two things one is one of my catch-up things from when we were off and one is a new thing so uh my catch-up thing is a book um it is a queer romance book called The Charm Offensive by Alison Cochran. Uh, it was kind of just like a random one I picked up at a like a bookstore in the airport because it looked cute and I needed comfort food. Uh, but it, it was extremely charming and I thought well written. And it's about um, this guy who is a producer on a show that's basically like The Bachelor. And he like falls in love with the guy who is The Bachelor. Oh my God. Um, no, it's very good. I thought that it was like, you know, a really decent amount of uh, representation with all the characters in the book. Um, it was just really charming, the charm offensive. Um, and then also I've been really looking forward to guys. It's Pisces season. It's my time to shine. Um, and I was gearing up for it. I was gearing up for it. And I treated myself to uh, one of those candles from that company, Homesick, which I'm sure everyone in the world has at least seen an ad for them. They're just <laughs> the ones in the, uh, I'm going to grab it, the ones in the big jar. 
Um, and they usually make ones that are the... <laughs> That's the, awesome. They're, like, synths based on location. So, like, they have one for every state. And, like, you can make special blends for your hometown and stuff. Um, but they have a Zodiac line. And I got the Pisces one. And I wasn't sure if I would like it. Because it's just, like, kind of a lot of watery smells and, like, moss and stuff. But it smells really good. Like, it's very clean okay. and fresh and... It's going to last, like, almost all of Pisces season, I think. It's a really good candle. Mm-hmm. And my birthday's mm-hmm. coming up, and I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Yay. So it doesn't yeah. just smell like tap water? Uh, well, <laughs> I think that's, that's like, the base notes, but there's some other things in there. Oh, I like yeah. a good tap water base. A nice uh, MIC tap water smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I got. <clears throat> Yay. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening to our... Yes part one of four because we're gonna all do a round now a round robin if you will um join us (laughs) join us next time when liz will be picking up the reins with her game pick which is banjo kazooie bow (laughs) (laughs) all right goodbye everyone bye